0: So Frank Hill It's Frank recently sent me an article where basically Screenrant, uh someone at Screen Rant anyway, talked about Lanoline the Sheep and how she basically has gone from being, you know, a character introduced in issue two, begging Sonic for help, to being a background character helping with the restoration or restoration HQ. To now being a full-fledged main character as part of the new Diamond Cutters, and, and by extension the resistance, the restoration, if you will, in the fight against Eggman, and that is as and that is as of issue 57 of IDW Sonic. But why did Screen Rant do this article? Well, it's quite simple because basically, in the headline of that article, they say that Landline reminds fans of a fan favorite from a previous regime of Sonic the Hedgehog, basically, a previous comic regime, and that being Archie Comics. And I think the title of my video pretty much gives it away. Basically, Screen Rant says. In this article, that the reason Lanoline is the way she is, and why she has a familiarity to her, to a lot of fans, is because she reminds them of Sally Acorn. And the reason for that is real simple. You see, it doesn't take a fan. It doesn't take a fan that subscribes to a comic, you know, on a monthly basis tries to purchase physically a comic through mail or going to the latest or closest, I should say not latest, but closest, you know, comic shop or retailer that might, you know, carry the comic to to purchase. Nor does it take a fan to digitally uh, download the latest issue to kind of see what's going on, to kind of see exactly what Screen Rant is talking about. Because let's not forget, a lot of people made the comparison to Amy Rose as well. A lot of people felt that Amy Rose, in the earlier issues of IDW Sonic, was basically Sally Acorn, but in Amy Rose's body. Heck, if you want to look at it from a Danny Phantom-like perspective, Amy Rose was basically uh, ghosted by Sally, and Sally had inhibited Amy's body to basically take control. And now that she's done with Amy, she's decided to leap over into Lanoline, and, well, the rest is history. So, with that said, though, again, the reason Screen Rant makes these comparisons, basically, is because of the way she's presented. Mainly when it comes to her dialogue. I mean, if you look at issues 57, maybe even before then, along with issues 58 as well, the more recent one to come out... She has basically been shown to not only, I guess you could say, have traits or showcase traits identical to Sally, you know, in many ways. But her dialogue has also been identical. Like in 57, she chastises Sonic for not you know, looking before he leaps, for wanting to rush in without a plan, for not looking without thinking, stuff like that. Very identical to Sally in what she used to do in the Archie Sonic comic, which made them a great dynamic duo and basically made them more than friends you know, in the long run. Now... Now, the other thing that Screen Rant also pointed out is, like Sally, she, you know, Lanoline has a female device, or well, a device with a female name. Just like Sally had Nicole, who would evolve from being a portable device to the links we all know and love, Lanoline has a device as well with a feminine name. What that name is, we do not know. And whether or not that device becomes, you know, evolved as well and turns into a physical homomorphic version of who they are you know that's you know a question for another day but they basically point out all of these traits and why basically it reminds fans of Sally Acorn because basically, Like I said, Sally uh, Lanoline is essentially the Sally Acorn as of right now of IDW. Because let's be honest, Ian Flynn has stated, you know, as of, you know, throughout the years, if not recently, that he still intends to try to get Sally and the freedom fighters in there. It's just a matter of when and where it will happen and how they will be presented. But. For the time being, it looks like Lana has taken up that position of being the Sally Acorn of IDW Sonic, just based on her, you know, presentation, her dialogue, you know, how she presents herself and all that. It reminds a lot of fans and even Screen Rant, you know, of Sally herself. Like she is basically the IDW equivalent to Sally for the time being. But then there was something else that Screen Rant brought up, you know, towards the end of the article. And this is something that I'm sure a lot of fans might be wondering about since Lana Line does remind them a little bit of Sally, you know, in personality, presentation, dialogue, and all that. But what could that be? Well, obvious, the one other thing that Screen Ramp pointed out that, you know, even a lot of fans like myself are wondering since, you know, Lanoline has those identical Sally traits, you know, almost to a T, making her the Sally Acorn of IDW for the time being, you know, like, you know, basically Sally, as I pointed out from a Danny Phantom, like, you know, example, ghosted her way from Amy Rose and now into Lanoline. Um, the question, obviously, that you know Screen Ramp presented towards the end of the article is: Would this mean we'll get a romantic relationship between the two characters, that being Landline and Sonic? And that is a good question, especially with the fact that, you know, Sega has, you know, lately, you know, let it be known that they are considering, since they're being a little bit more or less restrictive on things, like how Shadow is written in comics and other media, uh, Sega has let it be known that, you know, they're willing to probably look at the possibility of giving Sonic a romantic love interest. You know, the question is on who that would be. I mean, everybody has the theories that it could be, you know, obviously Amy, because, you know, she's the most well-renowned outside of a Sally Acorn. Some have said it could be Sally or someone different, or they may not do it at all. But Screen Ram brought up the question of will we see something like that with Line and Sonic, since Line has all the identical traits of Sally Acorn, and she's basically the Sally Acorn right now of the book. And that's a good question. That's a good question. I mean, yeah, I mean, I could probably see it happening if, you know, they get to okay. You know, I could see Landoline and Sonic hooking up, you know, especially if she is presented very identically in dialogue and presentation and all that, you know. Uh, to Sally, I could see Lana and Sonic hooking up as somewhat an homage to Sonic and Sally, especially if they have, like I say, identical banter and play off each other and everything like Sally and Sonic did and Archie. You know, I could see it. I could see that. And you know what? Honestly, Honestly, I think fans would be okay with it. I think fans would be totally okay with it because of the fact that, hey, if she is going to be presented identically to, Sa- you know, identically to Sally, you know, in, you know, in her dialogue, in her presentation, and so on, then I don't, I don't think anybody would have an issue with it because. Let's be honest. There's a lot of talented artists out there nowadays that could basically use whatever software they have, paint over landline, put Sally in their place, or put Sally in her place, and there you go. You know, there are there are very talented artistic fans out there that will do that and say, "Yeah, we'll just put Sally here, and you know, there you go. It's Sally," because that's who they see. That's who they see when she talks and how she presents herself and stuff like that. I mean, you take a look at how she's presented and her worriedness when when her and Whisper and Tangle are in this uh, portal or basically in this zone, if you will, in issue 58 and, and all that. And it does remind people of Sally because we have seen Sally be put into situations of the unknown to where she does worry too until she basically gets the inspiration and encouragement to basically step up as the leader she's meant to be. I mean, let's not forget, you know, let's not forget that after, you know, the reboot, the first, what was it, four-part, five-part reboot, Return of the Freedom Fighters, let's not forget that, I think, what was it, 58, 57 or something like that, you know, Nicole had to snap her out of her self-doubt when they were trying to rescue everybody at Station Square. Nicole had to be the one to snap her out of her self-doubt, out and everything, and reminder of who she was. And that, that, and that right there, that moment, even though not on the same levels as what we see with Line, you know, in issue 58, it's very similar. It's very similar. So, yeah. Again, I, I could see for the fact that, you know, you see these similar traits in the way she's presented. That, yeah, Lana line is basically the Sally Acorn right now of IDW Sonic. And if they wanted to go the romantic relationship route, if given the okay finally by Sega to do so, I could... Probably see Sonic and Lanoline hooking up because of again that similarity Lanoline has with Sally, and in a way, it not only would it pay homage to that great romance between the two characters, but I don't think fans would have an issue with it either because of the fact that, hey. Lanoline is essentially Sally in sheep's clothing, <laughs> you know, as the old saying goes, or the corner of the corner of an old saying, you know, wolf in wolf in sheep's sheep's clothing. Yeah, that's basically what Sally is. She is basically a princess, a squirrel chipmunk, if you will, in sheep's clothing right now, known as Lanoline. But yeah, I I could see that happening. I think it'd be more accepted, you know, as you know, as a, you know, more it would be more accepted as a relationship, is what I'm trying to say. You know, then I think any other relationship in the comic, if they finally get the okay to do something like that, and again, I think fans would be fine with it too, because of the fact that if she is being presented in this manner, that they'd be cool with it. Because to kind of, to kind of paraphrase an old saying, as I mentioned, she's basically Sally Acorn in sheep's clothing, but under a different name. So we'll have to we'll have to see what happens there if they do do that, because it also reminds me of something else. It also reminds me of another comic, I think, L. S. Chavelis. S. Chavales did. I don't know if she did it or not. But S. Chavelis. Uh, did a uh, little webcomic. I think it was. I think she's the one that did it. Where basically it was set in uh, Sonic Boom, in the in the world of Sonic Boom, but or basically the behind the scenes backstage world of Sonic Boom, as if you know, it's a, as if it's being filmed like a real television series, like the backstage at Archie comics I showed you guys uh, a, a couple weeks ago. Uh, basically, I don't know if it's Chavalis that did this. But, as, but basically, there's a comic where Sally, you know, seeing that, oh, she's not going to be in Sonic Boom. Sonic finds a way to say, you know what? I'll get you in Sonic Boom. I know how to do it. And he gets her to get, and basically what happens is he gets her to get, he gets her the gig of Percy the Bandicoot. That's what happens. He gets her the gig of Percy the Bandicoot. Which kind of throws everybody off until basically they have to explain, oh, wait a minute, don't, don't get angry, it's Sally. This is Sally. And then she kind of, I guess, starts speaking and it's like, yeah, it's me. You know, Sonic got me the role. He got me the role to be Percy in the show so I can be with you guys. So, yeah, you know, as strange as that might sound, um, I guess you could say in comparison to what I said about, you know, landline being Sally in sheep's clothing, that's kind of what it's like. That's kind of what it's like, you know. You know, Sally basically, you know, that basically this is Sally, but she's in disguise playing a role, you know, that, you know, under a different name and everything, but we see, but we could tell maybe that it is her, Again, I know strange comparison to get off of, off topic a little bit, but that is essentially what it reminds me of of that little comic I saw at Art, uh one time. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure a lot of you know which one I'm talking about. But yeah, you know, again, I could see it if you know it's allowed to happen. I could see it, and again, I think fans would be cool with it. Overall, do I see Lanoline being? You know, the Sally Acorn of IDW Sonic for a long time. Do I see it? Uh, that's a good question. That is a good question. And I would have to see, and I would have to say, uh, for the time being, yeah, I could see it. I could. I could see her being the Sally Acorn for, for that time and all that, without the princess title, obviously. But I could see her being in that role. You know, I really can and I could see her taking on more of a leadership role as time goes on. I mean, let's be honest. She is basically a part of, she's not just part of the resistance, the, rest, the restoration uh, freedom fighters, if you will. But she's also part of a little subgroup as well known as the, known as the new diamond cutters. So, you know, I could see her having, you know, more opportunities to grow, not just, you know, working alongside Sonic, but if IDW ever decides to do another Tangle and Whisper miniseries like they did previously, I could see her being involved in that as, you know, Tangle, Whisper, and Lanoline. I I could see that. Or I could see it being dubbed the Diamond Cutter miniseries. You know, I could see her developing in that um, as a character. I really can now, do I see her maybe going down similar path that Ian Flynn took Sally pre-Sonic Archie reboot? Hopefully not. Hopefully not, if you know what I'm saying. You know, I, I don't think anybody wants to see this potential fan favorite that is obviously inspired by Sally Acorn, you know, in her pre, you know with her presentation and dialogue and all that. You know, as well as basically being sally in sheep 's clothing, if you will i don 't think fans are going to want to relive another mecca sally situation with Lanaline becoming mecca Lanoline. you know i don 't think fans would want to live through that again so uh, to me i have I have no problem. So, to me, I have no problem with her basically, you know, outside of that being the Sally Acorn of uh, IDW Sonic for the time being. Because, again, you have all this unlimited potential for her to grow as a character. Again, you have her being part of the new Diamond Cutters, which could result in a, you know, a, a spin off series, which, or a spin off miniseries with her Tangle and Whisper sort of being like the Tangle and Whisper 2. Uh, miniseries, but known as the Diamond Cutters. I could see her developing through something like that. I could see her developing by interacting with Sonic and Amy and Tails, you know, and and Knuckles and all them even more. I could see that, and it would, and in the long run, it would benefit her character, especially. Especially if she starts showing more of those Sally Acorn traits that people say that she, you know, pretty much has, you know, within her right now that, or she's being presented with. Along with maybe a bit of her own little quirks and everything to kind of, you know, not make, not just make her a Sally Acorn clone, but make her her own character. So, yeah, I could see her being in that position of a Sally Acorn with the same kind of presentation and all that, you know, dialogue, characteristics, and all that, with her own little personal uh, quirks and uh, tropes here and there to make her her own character. I could see it. I could see her being the Sally Acorn of IDW for the time being. I don't know how long Ian plans to do that, but I could see it for the time being. Like I said, as long as he doesn't take her down that same path that he took Sally before the reboot happened, so you know, so yeah. Hopefully, if he doesn't do that, I think we'll be fine. But overall, though, I have no problem with Landline as a character, and you know, if she's going to be the Sally Acorn for the, um, you know, you know, for the comic for the time being until we do get the actual Sally in some shape or form in there. I'm all for it. But let me know what your guys' thoughts are. I will provide the link uh, of Screen Rant that Frank Hill provided to me uh, in the description. Let me know what your thoughts are, though, guys, down below. Love to hear from each and every one of you on this. I do apologize if I, you know... Uh, uh, kind of ramble a little bit or kind of spaced a little bit you know, during the video I was trying to think about what I was going to say as so well as I was I'm also kind of in a hurry because I got to get myself ready for work in a little while uh, I got to take the bus, maybe an earlier bus and everything because the other bus that I was supposed to take yesterday didn't show up on time So so yeah, that was that was a big issue there but anyway though guys, outside of that let me know what your thoughts are comment below, live chat during the premiere here, uh, check out the Teespring store in the upper left-hand corner if you're watching this on YouTube. Also, guys, you will get a B.E.W.Rosas Discussions Audio Podcast version of this down the line, so be on the lookout for that. Also, check me out at Vimo at B.E.W.Rosas for content you can't get anywhere else except there, especially some of the newer content. Uh, check me out at devonart.com, says so BVW1979. You know, to find stuff there that you might like. Also check me out at Venmo at Brian-Walmer-2 to help me out there financially, as well as at Cash App at BWRosis98. Also check me out at Patreon.com slash to support me with a $1 or $3 tier. But guys, let me know what your thoughts are. Let me know what your thoughts are down below and in the live chat. Do you see Lanoline being the new Sally Acorn uh, for the time being uh, in IDW? Do you see those traits that everybody's pointing out, very identical and similar in presentation? Also, do you think if they were to lift the restrictions a little bit more, that especially in the romance department, do you think we could see a Sally-Lanoline romance identical to Sonic and Sally paying a bit of an homage to that old, to that romance in Archie Comics, um, if you will, as well as do you see her essentially being Sally in sheep's clothing? Let me know. Comment down below in the live chat, and I'll talk to you all later.